Welcome to the Path of One podcast. I'm your host, Joel Scrupp. Um, a little bit about me. Uh, I am a, currently living in Nashville, Tennessee, working uh, in the hospitality industry, but as many Americans are right now, I am furloughed. With that being said, we are um, in di- difficult times, uh, if you want to say. Uh, a lot of people are stuck at home. Uh, some probably up until July or August of this year. Um, others are starting to slowly get back to work. But a little bit about the podcast and a little bit about Path of One. It came about about two, three years ago where I had just finished up grad school with a dual master's in management and organizational leadership. And I thought, hey, if I get these degrees... I'll have any job I want and doing what I want and, you know, life is good. But in reality, that had not come to fruition. Uh, I was speaking with my dad and some friends and some other people and we were talking and it sounded like, you know, I was waiting for this great opportunity. But I really honestly didn't know who I was and what I wanted to do, um, and what drove me. Uh, Basically, I was lost for who I was. Um, I had all this education, I had all this experience, and I just knew that I wanted to help people um, in any other form or fashion. So I designed uh, Path of One as a blog, and it's kind of taking its own... uh, life of its own with uh, dealing with life and leadership and how most of us uh, go about just go day to day trying to figure out what we want to do in our life. In fact, even uh, growing up, we talked to uh, teachers, ask us, uh, family members, other people at church and other organizations are asking us, what do you want to do when you grow up? When I was a kid, I was like, yeah, I want to be a fire pilot, fighter pilot. You know, I wanted to go to the Air Force Academy. I wanted to go and serve my country and do all these things. But that really wasn't who I was or who I am even today. You see, when we're looking about who we are as individuals, and who we are as a collective, we have to go back to our basics and our foundations. There's many, many, many people out there that are like, well, you need to do this, you need to do that, you need to do that. But listen, there is no one thing that helps people become who they are. There's no quick three-step program, there's no six-step programs. What it does take is time. It takes patience. It takes perspective. It takes perseverance. It takes emotional roller coasters to find out who you are. Now, everybody has a foundation. And like every foundation, it is either strong or it's weak. Um, some people, we don't get we don't get to choose who we are what family we're born into, what country we get born into, 
what political spectrum we're born into, what economic spectrum we're born into, that's pretty much just chosen to us. Some of us have gone through horrible childhoods that have done distinct damage in their life. And others seem to have had the silver spoon in their mouth. Everything was just given to them. They've had this, on the outside, this perfect life. One thing I've learned in life thus far and just talking to people and being in the hospitality industry, seeing all spectrums of uh, uh, the economic status, life statuses, everything, everybody's damaged. Now, that's not saying that we're you know, so damaged and, you know, that's a bad thing. A lot of things that we go through life help us go through, become the biggest growth. Now, here's the difference. There's people who allowed their struggles and their past to dictate who they are today and who they are tomorrow. Now, those that have been abused Sexually, mentally, emotionally, physically. Taken advantage of. Beaten. Degraded. Told they're not going to amount to anything. If that is you, I encourage you to change your story. Find out who you are. Now, when I say that, it's not going to be easy. And I encourage you to find someone to talk to, to go through the damage, go through everything like that. If you can't afford one, go to a local faith-based organization and see if they can help you. Just like any foundation that needs repair, they go in and they either raise the foundation, they fix the foundation, and the foundation becomes stronger. Anybody can re shore up their foundation. But when you're looking at who you are, I'm not talking about what you do. That's just your skill set. That is a gift that you have. But who you are, what wakes you up in the morning? What gets you excited about life? So in my journey, one thing that I notice is I love giving back. I won't talk about it. I won't talk to, oh, I gave someone X amount of money because I believe that is a very personal thing. And with that personality... I believe it's something that is supposed to be between myself and the person that I gave it to. Whatever that is. But for us to live a fulfilled life, for us to live a life that we love and that we enjoy and that we wake up every morning going, I can't believe this is my life. You know, some of the happiest people I've ever met are not exactly the most wealthy. 
though here in the United States, majority of the us are in the top at least 10%, if not higher percentage of the world as far as socioeconomic statuses goes. For instance, I work with a gentleman and he's our porter. He cleans the building. He takes the trash out. He takes, cleans the bathroom. He cleans spills. He cleans whatever needs to get done. He does it. I don't get to see him every day. And obviously I haven't gotten to see him in a while. But Maurice, I learned his name. I don't know his story. I know he's come from California, I believe. But let me tell you, that man loves people. That man loves bringing smiles to people's faces. And because of that, if you think about that, that comes from something deep inside. He knows who he is. Despite his story, despite his past, he still wakes up every day. I can walk in to work not having a great day thus far or extremely exhausted, physically, mentally, whatever it is, and then I see Maurice. He gives me that hug. And then I'm just like, you know what? It is a good day. I woke up today. I'm breathing today. But in life, we need to be whole. That's mind, body, spirit, and soul. And you're not like going, well, Joel, what is spirit and soul? Well, souls technically, like, think about it like this. Your soul is the encompasses of all you are. Your mind, your body, your spirit, all together working. That is the essence of who you are. Your spirit is your emotions, your feelings, and things like that. We do a great job in, you know, here in the United States with expanding our minds and you know, getting knowledge and finding out information, then we do a lot of things that numb our minds, that actually help us numb our feelings and our spirit by getting on Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, things like that. All are good things. Don't get me wrong in that. But they can be toxic if we don't use it in a balance. We're also really great at, you know, going out and getting... Or exercise in um, me, not so much, but thankfully I have my puppy Baal who allows me to get out and walk around a lot. But if you think about it, we need to be a whole person in any aspect of our lives. I was talking to Heather Hopkins of uh, Goat Date, who she just, uh, which she just launched, and her podcast is The Hookup. Um, great thing about uh, quarantine, you get to connect with people that you may not ever have been able to cross paths in real life, but through social media and other avenues, you do get a chance to link up. Well, we were talking and she was asking me about the path of one and what my idea is. And 
is basically for us to be, we're all great leaders. We're all leaders in our lives. We lead our individual lives. Some of us actually lead groups. Others lead whole organizations. But no matter where you're at in the spectrum, either you're leading your life, you're leading a family unit, you're leading a group of friends or whatever, you have to be a whole person or that experience for those who you're being led by or even for yourself can turn negative. And Heather had a great point. And she's like, you know, you have to be whole. And this is a paraphrase, not a direct quote. Uh, but after I said that, she was like, you know, that's also what makes a great relationship and love and dating and things like that. You need to be whole so you can give from a healthy standpoint into another relationship, into someone else's life. Think about that. We need to be whole in relationships, in our personal lives, in our business lives, in whatever it is. We do. I uh, was also able to talk to uh, someone out in New York. I'm here in Tennessee currently, uh, about to transplant back to Texas where I'm originally from. Heather's out in California. Talked to someone out in New York, Randy Shane, and he has he has a great organization, and he put it this way: he his job per se, his mission, his passion in life is to help people not do what he did. See, he was an accountant and he went to college, became an accountant. That's not really who he was and who he is. So now he helps college students with career coaching. Helping them find out who they are, what their passions are. And he, uh, he said, ask yourself this question. What would you do, regardless of the money that you get paid, what would you do even for free? And that's your passion. You see, I don't have, get any income from Path of One as of yet. But it's okay, because I love this. I love giving back. I love everything about sharing the knowledge and wisdom with others. But when you're going through this, trying to figure out who you are, start off with Randy's question. What would I do, you know? What, what, what makes me happy? What gets me out of bed in the morning? And this question really came to me. Uh, I'm reading uh, Dan Crenshaw's, uh, Congressman Dan Crenshaw's book, Fortitude. Now, regardless of your political upbringing or beliefs and everything like that, don't honestly negate this book. Thing about uh, Congressman Crenshaw, he was a Navy SEAL, got injured, 
and um, it was talking about the seals and their ethos. Uh, and I'm just sitting there, I'm fascinated by that because as a kid, I've been fascinated by the military and the leadership and the, you know, the stature of these men and women that hold themselves even long after they've left. And he, he stated, you got to know who you are. And this is a paraphrase. Know who you are. And see, he wanted his whole life to become a seal. And a man in his life instilled that passion in him or brought that passion out. And then he was talking about, you know, we have these vision statements at work. We have these mission statements. And most of them are pretty much just telling us what you do. It doesn't bring passion. It's like, this is who we are. This is why we do what we do. It's because it comes from something deep within the organization, within us each individually. And the culture will be hugely impacted by knowing who you are, why you're doing it, the how and everything else will fall into place. But if you don't have that little spark, and as I'm talking to you right now, I'm looking at four men that have been in my life, one I never was able to meet. I have pictures of them on this room divider or bookshelf looking kind of thing and it's pictures of my grandparents and my dad the men in my life none of them which have had it easy my opa uh, was captured during World War II for helping Jews escape in Holland the Netherlands His mission outside of surviving was to make sure that his family and his lineage would have a better life. So he was able to bring, after the wars, after he escaped, to bring his family over here, which included my, uh, my pop. Then I have a picture of my grandpa Dick. He served in the military. He worked hard to provide for his family. And then I have a picture of Grandpa Roland, whom I didn't have the pleasure of meeting uh, due to marriage. He had already passed. Also served in the military. And the life lessons Grandpa Dick and Grandpa Roland put into the two women in my life, my mom and my mama, who's my stepmom, got passed down to me. And then I had my, my pop, picture of him in Vietnam and the seeing the struggles 
health-wise from that. And how every day he still gets up. And he still has faith. And what he did to provide for his family. That is part of my foundation. That is a bedrock, a cornerstone, if you will, of the foundation of who I am. And everybody has these stories. Some of them are painful, and I know that. But go and find out part of who you are is those who went before you. There are certain biases that also are are part of that. Some good, some not so good. And when you find out, hey, you know what? That's not a good thing. Take the time and work through it. Talk to someone you would never normally talk to and get their perspective. Find out their story. And make the needed adjustments. Another aspect that builds on your foundation is your faith. Now, I know a lot of people may not have faith. But in some form or fashion, we all have a faith and a moral compass, per se. That is also part of your foundation. one thing that you need to do is and this was a hard lesson for me to learn is to love yourself and that's hard that's real hard but loving yourself helps shore up that foundation of who you are it's like a well and once the well's tapped it shoots water up into the sky. Think old faithful out in uh, Yellowstone. Just up in the sky. Now think that about your life. Once you tap into who you are and you have the perspective of this is who I am and I'm not ashamed of who I am I accept who I am. I love who I am. And I've forgiven myself for the mistakes that I've made in the past. I've learned from those mistakes, but I'm not going to let it mess up my today or my tomorrow. See, we all have a rich history. We all have a purpose in life. I don't care if you're the CEO of a major conglomerate, you are the leader of a small little group of people, if you're a janitor, if you're a sanitation worker, 
if you're a contractor, if you're white collar, blue collar, no collar, white, black, Latino, Asian, wherever your ethnic background is from, what matters the most? Do you love yourself? Are you whole? Do you treat others the way you would like to be treated? Regardless of how they treat you. Now that's character. That's integrity. That's honor. That's pride. Healthy. Being healthy. Finding the whole you. Who you are. You know, you may be at a job right now that you just absolutely abhor. But you got to make money, and I get that. I totally get that. I understand that. We all need to provide a roof and food and basic needs. And then, but while you're in this season and while you're in that season, take some time. If you have vacation days or if even during these quarantine times, take some time. Figure out who you are. Ask yourself questions. What do I like to do? What am I, what am I passionate about? What gets me going? What is my purpose? What is my perspective? What is everything that I'm looking for in life? How am I finding that? Now, you can do a Google search and you can go, you know, find, uh, I found an article from Success uh, by Adam Smith, Six Steps to Discover Your True Self. And it breaks it down into six, and he has a quote there. He says, knowing yourself is the beginning of all wisdom. Aristotle. And here's his step number two. And this is kind of where I've been hitting at today. Realize who you truly are, not who you want to be. Congressman Crenshaw said, you know, we idolize a lot of people. We idolize actors. We idolize characters in movies. We idolize celebrities, the rich and the famous. But a lot of that doesn't translate into who you are. You could study who these people are as individuals and find the attributes that you want to, the healthy attributes you want to find. And then your hero, per se, is a mix of different people. So my, some of my heroes, those four gentlemen that I spoke of earlier, and there's many, many more, Many, many more. And then think about the question that a lot of people see on social media. 
Who would you want at dinner? Now think of it through the lens of who do I want to know who they are? And how can I implement some of those characteristics into my life? Build yourself a great foundation. If your foundation needs repair, take the time and do the work. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be an emotional roller coaster. But find out who you are. Yes, this blog and this podcast are known as Path of One. But the funny, the great thing about the, uh, the word one, it can be mean about an individual and it can be mean about multiple people working as one unit, one group, one organization. But for you to build who you want to be, not necessarily who you want to be, but who you truly are deep down, what you were created to be. Because see, if you're listening to this right now, if you're listening, you have purpose. You're here. You're listening to this. You woke up today. There is a reason you are here. There is a reason and a purpose you are here. You may not know what that is right now, and that's okay. A lot of people try to figure that out. Some people find out towards the end of their lives. Others find it out early. Others kind of in the middle of the road. But, but what society dictates your life is supposed to be, what others say that you're supposed to do, what others say that, you know, you'll never do this, you'll never do that. But they don't know who you are. See, I'm an overcomer. I've overcome many obstacles in life. My middle name is Mark, which means warrior. I fight and fight and fight. Oftentimes, I sometimes fight without when I should actually just walk away. But find out who you are. There's books out there to help you find that. Um, and if you deal with things like uh, boundaries, boundary issues, and allowing toxicity come into you through work environments, through relationships, and through even just your personal thoughts, learn about boundaries. Dr. Henry Cloud has a great book called Boundaries. He has one on just for your individual relationship, and I believe he also has one for uh, business. 
Find out what you're passionate about. What gets you up in the morning? As Randy said, don't worry about what you should be doing or what you should be making. But find out what you're passionate about and do that. You know, as I said, we all have to make money. We all have to pay bills. We all have to do certain things in life. And your passion could be a hobby that in turn can turn into something financially beneficial. And the biggest thing that you're going to find is fear. What are others going to say? What are others going to do? Is someone going to listen to this? Is someone going to read this? Are my friends going to think I'm crazy? What, what? It's not about them. It's about you. Who you are. You becoming a whole person. Mind, soul, body, spirit. And uh, I come from a uh, Judeo-Christian background. And I know some pastors, they take sabbaticals. They take a couple of weeks off in a year and they go out into the woods and then they just recharge. What do you need to do to recharge? Do you need to shut down the electronics? Do you need to turn off the cell phone? Do you need to separate yourself from the toxic people? Because when you are healthy and you are whole and you find out who you are, you will naturally attract those that are supposed to be around you. And those that are not supposed to be around you will fall off. So I encourage you to, during this time to take the time and figure out who you are, what drives you, what are you passionate about, what makes you get up in the morning, how can I love myself better today, how can I forgive myself today. But remember this. You are worthy. You have purpose. And you, by changing who you are or just who you are in general, can have an impact on someone's life. And as we grow as a person, we grow in life, we grow in other areas, and it doesn't matter where you end up in the economic status, it doesn't matter where you end up in the social circles, because a lot of times those things don't fulfill you, there's stuff that you do, that's some of the richest people in the world are the most unhappy. 
If someone's rude to you, that's not on you. That's on them. If someone has a different belief than you, your reaction to that belief is on you. We can either have a good conversation about it with no yelling, no name calling, no nothing. But a conversation that will show that you're a whole person. The way we react to situations, sometimes I'm not going to say we're all going to be 100% perfect because there's no such thing as perfection. But we can try to be better. We can try to be whole and keep ourselves as whole as possible so we can fulfill our purposes in this life. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Uh, I will be uh, posting pretty regularly. Um, check out the blog, pathofone.com. Uh, you can find me on all the socials. Uh, they're not all necessarily just Path of One, but if you put it in the search bar, uh, you can find that. But you can also find Path of One on um, all the social links on the website. Um, again, Thank you for listening. My name is Joel. Be bold, be courageous, and be fearless.